right. And welcome back to A Lively Old Man. I'm back. It's been several months. Um, I'm Eric. It's been a while. Many things have happened since I did the last episode. I think it was back in March. We are in August now. So, But with Trump getting banned from social media platforms, much of the stupid bullshit that had stopped, which in turn curbed having easy content for me to talk about. His stupidity made it so fucking easy. But I'm not going to do any political talking. Well, unless you think it's politically related. Everything nowadays has been made into a political issue, even when it's really not. So I've done a sports cast with my oldest son, Tyler, called The Lively Podcast. He also stopped with the podcast. Life kind of got in the way for, for a while. And, but he and, or we are looking at getting it back up and running again. Uh, major production changes might be in the works. Uh, probably going to make it into a video cast now as well. So it'll be in both platforms, video and audio. On this podcast as well, I have a potential changes coming as well to it, I guess is the best way to put it. So I'll go into that more at the end of this podcast. Um, I have a tendency to think different than a lot of people I know, whether it's religion, politics, cooking, social society issues, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Even just doing daily chores or jo- at my work job. My mom has called me the weirdo of the family. What I often find interesting is people's reactions to what I say, do, or think about just everyday stuff. You can see the resistance to a different way of thinking in their eyes. So many people really struggle with the differences in others, people around them. To them, their way of doing and thinking is the way it's supposed to be. No ifs, ands, or buts. That's what my grandpa did. That's what my dad did. That's what I do. And doing it a different way is out of the question. When you tend to look at things through a different eye, you also tend to be willing to try things a little differently as well. I'll get bored sooner or later with the same old thing over and over again. I'll ask someone what they're doing and why. At some point, I potentially will give that thing a try, whatever it is. There are many things I've changed over the years because of what I just did that right there, observing others and asking questions. I also am a people watcher, though. I love it. So I'm sure that plays into some of it as well. Change is constant. Change is always coming. Work at embracing change instead of resisting it. Change can be very hard, though, as well. But one needs to adapt and move ahead in life. And change is going to be a part of it even when you adapt and move ahead at that point. So going to go into some music stuff here. I've had discussions with my youngest son, Damon, often about music. He knows I'm always interested in talking about music. Um, His tastes in music intersect with mine in many areas. He also has stuff I don't think is great, but he thinks is wonderful. That's fine. I don't care. But he walks into the kitchen, family room area, where I'm working on getting dinner ready one day. I, as per normal, have music playing. I've got a playlist I play. And then I put like a game on TV. I had a basketball game on at that time. So I'm listening to the music and kind of watching TV while I'm at the kitchen doing whatever needs to be done to get dinner ready. At the time he had walked in, Fleetwood Mac was playing on my playlist. He comments, in his mind anyway, that he would classify Fleetwood Mac as a country slash rock band. I smiled. Fleetwood Mac is a favorite band of mine. I said that I can see why you would put them into that country category. 
especially considering how the rock music genre has evolved over the years. But I could agree with his assessment of them. I just said that they are an early form of classic rock with a lot of country rock feel to them. It's funny because ever since he said that, anytime I listen to Fleetwood Mac, I start to, you know, thinking, oh, I guess I can see how people think it's country. That happens to me with a band I like called Blackberry Smoke. People say they're country, and they kind of are, but to me, they're more of a southern rock band. But Damon also told me that at his job, when he's working anyway, he'll play Fleetwood Mac on the background music in their lobby. He's like, well, who dis dislikes Fleetwood Mac? There's nothing about them to dislike. Even the customers seem to like it in the background. Just another sign of my influence for both of my boys. Makes dad smile. Later that day, he would text me the name of a band to check out. Said he is really into them right now. And actually, we just discussed it the other day again. The Distillers. They have a female lead singer who kind of reminds me of Joan Jett and a Courtney Love combination. They have a rock punk sound and look like kind of like something like that. Added them to my playlist. I suggest if you like rock and roll, uh, you check it out. Music lovers, music critics, people, etc. All try to put bands, musicians, into certain genres with their music. They want to categorize everything for some reason. And that happens in many areas of life. While many are easily put in specific categories, often the music bands will put out something that crosses musical lines and get played on stations or channels that one would not often hear this band on. Um, even with awards from a, a specific genres that would not actually go that route. While generally I'm okay with the music being put into specific buckets, it will tend to keep some people from hearing music that they might enjoy otherwise. Missing out on things that would bring them joy, good memories, singing and dancing, which I do a lot of. I'm not going to claim I'm a good singer, but I enjoy it or a good dancer. Many people I know, know I love music. So they will recommend certain songs and groups for me to check out. And I most definitely appreciate this because, well, you never know where your next favorite song or band or artist comes from. Your music tastes will morph and change through your life. Much like people that recommend shows that they watch on TV or stream or whatever. And yeah, you're going to check out some and be like, eh, that's not my thing. But you could also find your next favorite error as well. It does not hurt to check. There's a concert venue that's in my part of the neck of the woods. It's called The Gorge. That's in eastern Washington, up along the Columbia River. Long drive out to the middle of nowhere, basically. I always tell people that no matter what you like to listen to, if they're playing at the Gorge, you got to take the time to check them out live at that venue. I love seeing concerts there. I have never been to Red Rocks, though, yet. And that's like the top of my bucket list, or top three anyway. So there is nothing like live music you enjoy. Being played live, especially at a kick-ass venue. So a few months back, we had Memorial Day weekend. Uh, the day that us as Americans honor the people who gave their lives in service to the U.S. Taking a second here to recognize those that serve willingly and pass away to make sure that our country stays free for all. Not free for some, free for all. Memorial Weekend is a three-day event 
now in our country. For many, it's the official beginning of summer, vacationing, so to speak. People will go all over and enjoy themselves with others who are important to them. Having a barbecue is huge for many. With COVID dominating the world for the last year and a half, I don't think it's been quite two years, but somewhere in that vicinity, it seems like it. Seems like it's been 10. Many need to get the fuck out and just hang out with others or whatever. Socialize some. Since we in my house are vaccinated, and that's everyone, we joined a neighborhood potluck and socialized uh, with the adults who we hadn't been talking too much at all. There was kids in pools, footballs and frisbees being thrown around in our neck of the woods. We also play cornhole. If you're not sure what the hell cornhole is, Google it. It's actually on ESPN sometimes now too. It's very popular in our cul-de-sac and people get really into it. So there were two different kinds of ribs that were cooked because it was a potluck. Uh, there were chicken wings, chicken thighs, tri-tip. I made a brisket. It was my first one. I uh, was a little nervous about that. 100% positive responses from everybody. And I was impressed as well. I kept thinking I was going to fuck it up. So plenty of side dishes, all kinds of, we never have a problem with having enough food with these things. My son Tyler was there as well. Uh, he made a mac and cheese that he does in his cast iron skillet. It's good shit. Neighbors that are eating, shooting the shit. And of course, drinking adult beverages, very good times. And I love this neighborhood I live in. So while most of us are eating, and under the canopies erected for our uh, camping chairs, discussion ensues. The woman who lives across the street decides to ask me a question, knowing I had answers. Katie says, uh, so Eric, what are your three favorite concerts you've been to in your life? I'm thinking to myself, and I'm like, oh, wow, good question. So, of course, I said something like that to her. Uh, give me a second. Um, looked and smiled at her. Hmm, okay. Um I'm like, okay, I'm trying to see what she means by this specifically. So I said, you mean musically or ones I just had the most memorable things about the show? She said, uh, I don't even remember what she said because the answer didn't really matter that much to me. I was stalling for time. Now, if you've heard my previous podcasts where I talk about concerts, I have a lot to choose from. I've seen probably over 120 concerts and I don't know, probably 200 plus bands, because many concerts have more than one band. And I don't even remember them all. Um, many of them are really good. That's why I keep going back. I finally said, you know, it's probably my first dead show, which I believe in one of my podcasts I went into more detail about. Then uh, there's a variety of reasons for it. But uh, check out my concert podcast, and I'll explain that day to you. Now I have, though, two more shows to list. She wasn't surprised I chose the dead, but it actually took me a few more minutes to decide what would I be number two for me. Finally decided it was another show I saw at Autzen Stadium, a show where Journey was considered the headliner. It was in 1983. My brother and my friend Dave and I were there to see Sammy Hagar. He was the second, so to speak. I think there was five bands. He was the man for us back then. We loved Sammy. Uh, but now I told her that Joan Jett was there as well. I'm giving a you know uh, experience of why I brought up Joan Jett. But after that, I was thinking to myself, huh, is that really what happened? Did a quick research and found out Joan Jett wasn't at that particular show. Joan Jett was at the show that was a month early at Otsa Stadium. 
and I was there too. So I can see how I got it confused. Uh, Brian Adams was there and played though. So I told her about when Brian Adams played. It was 90 plus degrees out. And on the field, it was like 100 degrees out. Uh, so it was hotter than a mother out there. Um, they had fire hoses hooked up, sprayed the crowd all day. It was great. Um, his big song for Brian Adams at that time was called Cuts Like a Knife. I might even have made number one in the country at that time. In the middle of the song, they slowed down. He started talking to the crowd like they normally do, how great it was to see everybody and be here and, you know, all these people because it was in an outdoor stadium. Talking about how hot it was because it was hot. I'm sure it was hot on stage. Then he was like, man, there are a lot of pretty women out there. And then he said something like, uh, but I don't see any titties. Well, there was a crowd roar. I turned to my brother, Chris, and we were up front to see Sammy at the time. So we were just a feet from the front of the stage. I turned to him and I said, turn around, man, turn around. We turned to see thousands of women with their shirts pulled up. Thousands of titties. Now, this is probably about 1983, if I remember correctly. So I'm around 18. Chris is around 16. To say the least, quite the experience for two young men. So again, though, I now have to choose number three choice for a concert. And I had to go with something a lot more recent. Uh, I saw a show in the Bend Amphitheater with my son, Tyler. Michael Fronte and Ziggy Marley. I love Michael Fronte. He's so upbeat and positive. One just dances and sings at his shows. It's very family oriented. First time I saw him live at the end, he brought up probably 20, 30 kids to the stage to sing the last song with him. It was magical is a word to say, I guess. I don't know. I've seen Fronte before with Tyler. So I already knew what his shows were, but it's such a positive vibe and love for all. And a lot of his music expresses that. So if you're looking for new music, there's another band to look to for Michael Fronte. And it'll say Michael Fronte and Spearhead if you look them up often. So a quick non-music life observation. Um, while I was gone from here for a while, we had a dog pass away. I've never been in a family that has had more one more than one pet at a time. We had two dogs at this time, Titan and Otson, brothers. Titan passed earlier this year. Um, it hit me emotionally way more than I expected. Uh, just, I, I don't know, way more than I expected. Um, for our family fur member, I don't know. I, I, I'm not like other people, like my sister and other people I know who they call their dogs or their cats, you know, uh, human beings basically, or treat them like human beings. And I'm not that way. So I don't get into the animals quite the way they do. I have no problem with it. But that also means I probably didn't pay attention to animals like maybe they do. And I've watched the dog that was left, Otson, mourn. Um, and it took a lot longer than I would have thought. And it just, I, more human-like, which again, makes me wonder if they are more human than I realized. Um, it's been way tougher for him than I realized. He almost basically stopped eating for a while, moped around, and you could just tell there was times he was uh, looking around wondering where the fuck Titan was. He's becoming more of what I might call normal now. Um, I learned way so much from this life experience, way more than I would have ever imagined. All right, so one more concert thing here. Uh, back when I started to go see live shows, 
I wasn't a person who would indulge in drug intake. Like many of the others attending, it was booze. Yeah, that was my drug of choice early on. But around the age of 20-ish, I had become a weed smoker. Obviously, back then, weed was not legal, and society looked down their noses at it. Stoners, they were called. But for me and my circle of friends, it had become normal to partake in the, quote, devil's lettuce. So obviously, that morphed into trying to sneak it into shows that we attended. And like I said, I've attended quite a few. But it didn't take me long to realize that I must have looked like someone who would attempt to sneak some weed in with a pipe or something, sneak in drugs. And I would get pulled to the side after entering and patted down. Happened way more than I probably should have. But my group I was usually with understood that was a norm for us. So we would just have someone else sneaking in the show. Duh. Having hippie lettuce was much better than downing a whole bottle of whiskey before the show with the friends. There's no puking, no passing out, no acting like a total asshole from the alcohol intake, no gigantic hangover when you woke up the next day. Just part of the reason I've done it forever since. Um, I remember a show in the Memorial Coliseum where I was with my friend Todd and uh, an usher had spotted us pulling on a pipe and lighting up during an opening act. We thought it was safe because everybody around us had stood up for the opening act when they came out. He came up, tapped Todd on the shoulder, pulled him out of the seat, or got Todd out of the seat anyway, took him down to the end of the aisle and down to uh, the floor area. I was watching what was going on while I'm sitting there. And uh, basically, I guess he told him that he can keep what he had and leave or dump it in the trash and stay. Now, if I was one of the kids standing right there, I'd be finding a way to try to grab it out of the trash because Todd dumped it. But luckily, we had a small emergency amount just in case. And we had someone next to us with a pipe. We could share it. So it all worked out. But we did have to go pipe shopping the next day. I still, to this day, do not remember who we saw that day. It has nothing to do with the weed people. i just seen so many shows, and it's, they all start to blend together sometimes. It's part of why I struggled with figuring out which is my favorite shows. So I had talked earlier in the broadcast about uh, some possible changes on the way for this broadcast specifically. Um, it might be a name change as well. We'll see where it goes. I'm going to have somebody start podcasting with me. So it'll be a, two of us. His name is Derek. It will be Eric and Derek. Um, we're trying to come up with a name for the show, but we'll see where it goes. Um, we're going to basically base it all off of music. As much as you think that I know music, Derek's got me whipped. So it's going to be a uh, discussion about music, musical groups, musical songs, and it's not necessarily one genre of music, although both of us are big rock and roll fans. We listen to other stuff too. And in fact, him and I yesterday were having a discussion about Will and Nelson. So um, anyway, uh, it, when that happens, I hope you enjoy it. I think uh, him and I teaming up together is going to be very entertaining because when him and I start talking about something, oftentimes we go off into a tangent that has really nothing to do with about what we started talking about. And then one of us has to pull the other one back in to finish, you know, the discussion or the thought process. So I think it'll be very fun. Um, Derek is a guitar player as well. So I might even have him play a couple things that he's coming up with or has come up with. He's got some of his own songs as well. So there may be a little music in involved. Um, knowing Derek being with me, there might even be some singing involved. We'll see. But I think it'll be very entertaining. Uh, it's going to be more of a 
uh, rock show slash comedy based podcast. So I hope you enjoy it. And uh, I will let you know more when it gets closer. But I think we're getting very, very close to getting our first show or two put together. Thank you for listening. I hope you come back and listen again. I know it's been a long time. Peace. <laughs>